0: Now, on to my interview. Welcome, everyone, to my Guitar Friends interview. Today, I'll be chatting with Tony Buffalo. We met and our colleagues at an amazing event called Guitar Town, which is held annually in the magnificent Copper Mountain Resort in colorful Colorado. Sadly, though, it was canceled this past August due to the pandemic. When it resumes, hopefully in 2021, I highly recommend that you attend. So Tony is the Guitar Center District Manager for the Rocky Mountain region, overseeing the Guitar Center stores in Colorado, Utah, Idaho, and Wichita, Kansas. He's been with Guitar Center for more than 34 years. Music's been a part of his life basically since birth. His father was a band leader, and Tony says the guitar bug hit him at six years old after his dad called him out from his bedroom to watch the Beatles perform on The Ed Sullivan Show. He's a graduate of Illinois State University with a Bachelor of Science in Music. He played in various bands until he was hired in 1986 at the Guitar Center in Chicago. In 2000, he was promoted to District Manager and moved to Denver. He enjoys being involved in events and charities including the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless, Rock for Kids, Blues Heaven Foundation, and for 15 years Guitar Town at Copper Mountain. His two favorite guitars are his Custom Taylor six hundred fourteen CE, which was given to him for his thirtieth anniversary at Guitar Center, and a Fender Telecaster, which he received for his twentieth anniversary. And he shared with me that he he used to spend Tuesday nights rehearsing and recording with his band. But because of these crazy COVID days, and that's a quote, (laughs) they lost their rehearsal space. So now just he and one of his bandmates sit at a beautiful park outside and play guitar, keeping their music alive, which I love. Welcome, Tony. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing very well, Marlene, and thank you for inviting me.
0: Oh, I'm so happy to have you joining the podcast. So yeah. You were inspired to play guitar by witnessing the Beatles perform on The Ed Sullivan Show. That is so cool. You were just six years old at the time. So what was it about that performance that inspired you?
1: I think it was just the energy and the excitement and something new. And my dad calling me out and he was excited about it. You know, when you hear a lot of musicians today talk, many of them say that that very evening, that moment inspired them as well.
0: Yeah, I've actually heard that from other people. I mean, I think that sparked interest from, yeah, the world. Well, did you take lessons or uh, how did your guitar journey go from there?
1: Yeah, then uh, it was, I think, um, maybe a couple years later, I was really excited about the guitar and one Christmas morning after Santa had come there at the Christmas tree was an electric guitar and a little amplifier uh, away I went so my dad started uh yeah taking me to guitar lessons and, and then uh, just kind of pursued it and started playing with friends and and before I know it before I knew it I was uh, going to college and decided I wanted to study music actually formed my own band to get performance credit in the music program because there There really wasn't a way to play your guitar for performance credit in the... the, in the curriculum. So they let me do that and I formed a, a band. It was a lot of fun and I had to grade everybody at the end of the year, which was funny. We all got a kick out of that, but had a lot of Who fun.
0: Who had to grade? You did?
1: I did. Yeah, I formed, I formed this <laughs> band, had auditions and uh, one of the teachers put it under the Creative Arts Ensemble and said, well, now you got to do this for the year. and You got to grade them. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And that band ended up staying together for five years. Wow. Yeah, which uh, actually eventually, you know, that was in central Illinois. And we got the crazy idea to move to Chicago where we could play, have a lot, a lot more venues to play than traveling all around central Illinois.
0: Sure, that makes would, sense. Yeah,
1: great. I'm from Chicago and got to Chicago. And then uh, uh, one of my friends said, hey, Guitar Center's hiring. So I got uh, applied for a job there and they hired me. And eventually I came to this crossroads. What did I really want to do? And, uh, you know, it looked like the Guitar Center gig might be a little more promising. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah ended up uh, you know kind of leaving my band there and uh, pursuing the guitar center career and eventually decided, hey, I want to get back to playing in bands. and so uh, I'd say over the past 10 years uh, been in and out of some bands just mostly with friends and stuff and really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, there's something really special about jamming with friends and and performing for other people. Well, I'm kind of curious, did that band for a year in college did they all get A's?
1: Yes, they did. (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) Yes. Well, good. That's good. Obviously, you're a good teacher. (laughs) Well, as you know, I want to share and enlighten my listeners about how to shop in store for a guitar, because I really think it's important to touch and feel and play the guitar that you might want to buy. You know, nowadays, uh, there's so much that's done online. And of course, that's certainly an option. But there's nothing quite like picking up a guitar and playing it and see how it fits your body and how it fits your playing style. So I thought that that would be great for us to talk about what it's actually like for someone to go physically to the Guitar Center store. So let's start with what it's like right now to walk into a Guitar Center store. Like what could a shopper expect after they park their car, get out and walk up to the building? specifically kind of the COVID protocols and things.
1: Yes. In today's shopping experience, um, we we take the safety of our customers and our employees uh, very seriously. And uh, we do require all our employees to wear masks and certainly our our customers. And uh, we're constantly cleaning our store. We have hand sanitizer all over. We limit customers if it gets too busy. We do things like we mark off demo areas so we can Practice social distancing. Yeah, we're wiping down the instruments. And, you know, unfortunately, we've had to kind of rope off our headphone display and our microphone display. So that's a little different.
0: When you say rope off, you mean. Yeah,
1: we had these awesome displays where you could just listen to music on all these headphones and pick out yeah. one that you like or try all these microphones and. You can hear them with these headphones. And it was really a great interactive customer experience. But, you know, we don't want people, we can't have people wearing headphones and talking on microphones these days. So right. that's a little different. But as far as the guitar, you know, as far as guitars, the shopping experience is still wonderful. You know, I, I love our employees for just the efforts they're making and trying to keep it fun. And, you know, you do got to wear that mask all day long. But yeah. Um, right. We do take the safety very seriously. Every week we're doing inventory on all our PPE stuff and making sure we always have the safety supplies. And we train our employees. We have a video and we're following all the CDC guidelines. We take temperatures of our employees. And so we're taking the the safety very seriously. And it's still a great shopping experience and, and a safe one as well
0: that's so wonderful to hear and and I'm not surprised I'm happy to hear that all that protocol is in place and I know I see it in in other uh, retail shopping experiences and it's it's just different I you know that that term new normal, I'm not crazy about using it, but it is kind of our new normal. And so making it, I mean, I think it's fantastic that you're going to all those extra steps so that someone can walk in and touch a guitar and feel it and play it. That's, that's just fantastic. So thank you to all of you for all you're doing. And I know it can be different in different states, but I know there is definitely a national basic protocol that I'm sure is happening, you know, for, for all your guitar center stores. Is that, is that true?
1: Yes. We, I mean, right from, you know, there was a brief time in, I think, towards the end of March where our stores were closed right. uh, like everything else but when we were given permission to open we went through all this protocol and you know from day 1 we were always wearing masks and you know we really just uh, in our meetings we talk about safety first and everything else mm-hmm. after that
0: That's awesome. So right off the bat, someone can park their car, get out of the car, walk up to the store and feel confident that you're doing your stores are doing everything possible to keep everyone safe. So
1: that's awesome.
0: Well, Okay, so taking it a step forward from that, I have listeners who uh, will be looking for their very first guitar. And I also have listeners who currently play and will be looking to upgrade their guitar. So I want to talk about four, uh, excuse me, I want to talk about both groups. But first, we'll talk about the newbie, beginner shopper, and then we'll talk about the emerging guitarist looking to upgrade. So let's say an absolute beginner walks into your store and And I probably don't have to tell you this, but they are typically feeling like a deer in headlights and extremely intimidated. Guide us through, first of all, where they should go once they get inside the store and they want to look at and try the acoustic guitars. Because some people may not know that Guitar Center sells not just guitars, but sound equipment and drums and like you said, microphones and all sorts of things. So once they get in the store, what should they do?
1: Yes. For uh, an acoustic guitar shopper, we do have a dedicated room where all the acoustic guitars are. And, um, you know, I um, it should be what you said before is for a, a new customer, it could be intimidating. So I like to make sure that the experience is fun and no pressure and, you know, picking out a guitar really is exciting. And uh yeah. You know, it's a great day when you're coming to the music store to pick out a guitar, and and so um, usually, hopefully, you get greeted right away, and um, there's a great salesperson that understands that uh, you're looking for some guidance, and with so many guitars on the wall, where do you start? Right, and I, and I think uh, for for a new customer, you know, I would say that sometimes, you know, you you may have done a little asking around or a little research maybe to kind sure. of get some information. And yeah. I think that a picking out a guitar is really, it's really a personal experience. And I think you, uh, you need to go in with an open mind and, you know, somebody might've say might have told you, Oh, you got to get this brand or you got to get that brand. And, you know, recommendations are okay, but you go in there and you, and you, you, you play some guitars and you talk, you know, you talk to your salesperson and you're having a fun, conversation and to me um you know all those guitars really are they're all great instruments for the price ranges that they're in and right. You know, how a guitar sounds to you is different to somebody else or how it feels or how it looks. And so, you know, the neat thing about a guitar center is that there's, you know, so many choices that, right. uh, you know, you, you, can, uh, you can strum lots of them. And I like to say, you know, after you play a bunch of guitars, one, one, one will pick you. <laughs> you know. and you'll just start, gra- you, you'll start gravitating. Well, I really, I really like this one. And you'll try some more and you'll well, go back to this one. And eventually, you know, you'll like the way it sounds and the way it feels and the way it looks. And I think that's the way you go you know, when you're picking out your first guitar.
0: Oh, I agree with that. And typically someone will have done a little research or talked to people, or maybe they had a guitar lesson and they walk in and say well my teacher said I should get this yeah. or that which of course I'm sure your staff would guide them to but also I assume they'd make recommendations if like they visually see the guitar that someone recommended is too big or too small or yeah you know the goldilocks guitar you know just you want the one that's that's just right for you and and you you know feeling it playing it strumming it those things are really important I know when I go into guitar center and when i was looking for uh when i upgraded my guitar i test drove a lot of guitars and i kept coming back to the same one so it's interesting that you say it will kind of pick you because there were a lot of great guitars that i really like but for some reason that one just kept calling my name you know so i like that thought process and you're right i think that you know happens. so Okay, if they go into the store and they're talking to a Guitar Center employee, what kind of questions do you think are good questions for a beginner to ask or to tell them? or What would help the employee help this person?
1: Yeah, I think there's some things like you know, what, where do you see yourself with this guitar in the next year or so? Are you, you know, are, is your motivation just to kind of learn and strum around the house or, you know, do you want to, um, you know, there's different grades of guitars. Do you want a solid wood guitar or, um, you know, sometimes people want it. they just want one to kick around or bring out camping and stuff. And so, you know, you don't have to, you don't want to take a really nice guitar and do that. But, right. you know, the sound is important there's you know there's guitars to keep the price down there are guitars that have a just a solid top and the back and sides are a laminate. And th- those are great guitars to start out on cuz the top of the guitar is the most important for tone. Right. And so um you know do you want do you want something that you can plug in? There are acoustic electric guitars that are right. very popular. And so do do you see yourself wanting to perform or record or sometimes a, an acoustic electric guitar is a lot of fun. So it's kind of deciding what you right. want to do. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. How, how much you want to spend, you know, and uh, yeah, are, are you going to take lessons and how serious are you? And, you know, we also get a lot of customers that are coming in and they're buying gifts. They're buying for somebody else. Sure. For a wife or a husband or... a a son or child. a daughter that wants the child yeah. that wants to take guitar lessons. And so, you know, those are the basic kind of qualifying questions that can help a salesman get started and start showing you know, guitars and that price range. Right. Otherwise, if you don't narrow that down, then, you know, all of a sudden you're looking at a $5,000 guitar and you're, you're, <laughs> you
0: you're, you're, you're-,
1: you're going to love that guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That might be your second guitar.
0: Yeah, yeah. That might be your upgrade. Well- Some people too. I think when you're a newbie or a beginner, sometimes you have that mindset or thought process like, "Oh, I think I'll buy like an inexpensive, like starter kind of guitar because I don't know if I'm going to like this whole guitar thing, and I don't know what kind of investment I want to make." What? Yeah. What would you say, pros or cons of either buying an inexpensive starter or spending just a little bit more and buying a a little bit more of an upgraded beginner guitar?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Marlene, because. Most parents and a lot of people th- uh, will think, well, I don't want to spend a lot of money. And, and then, uh, or worse yet, you know, they find a guitar at a garage sale or somewhere <laughs> and they want to give this as a gift or get their young students started. And, you know, there's a certain element of playability, the action of the guitar and how right. e- how easy it is to play. And sometimes, you know, let's say, oh, you know, my my child didn't, didn't, you know, really stick with the guitar and we want to sell it. And then I look at it and I go, wow, I've been playing guitar for a long time and it is hard. This guitar is hard to play.
0: Ah, uh, yeah.
1: So you, I think you have to give the, the new student a fair shot, a fair chance at enjoying the instrument. So, you know, I would encourage a, a, a new student to, you know, spend as much as they're comfortable spending. Yeah. And you know, also when you make when you make that personal investment, you're a little more inspired to keep it up or play with it. But um,
0: yes, that's so true.
1: So um, I, I I think you spend what you comfortably can spend, and make sure you get a, a, a quality instrument that's fun to play and, and you know not hard to play. No no one should think that the guitar is hard to play.
0: I agree, a hundred and fifty million percent about that. You know, I. I With my Learn to Play Guitar in a Day program, I obviously come in contact with a lot of brand new players. And yeah, you know, something that's easy to play so you can have fun right away, that's what it's all about. And that's what that experience is about of finding that guitar. Well, now let's move on and talk about emerging guitarists or uh, more experienced guitarists who are looking to upgrade. They'll likely know where to find the guitars, but they may feel unsure about what they want uh, they've probably done a little bit of research. Maybe they've done a lot of research. But what are your thoughts about what they should be looking for, what they should ask, and what they could expect to be asked by a Guitar Center employee?
1: Yeah, great. That's you know that's exciting when I uh, when someone's. Kind of getting into the guitar more and looking to upgrade, and uh, usually there's some kind of motivation where they want something that sounds different now than their first guitar, or maybe they're thinking about getting a, you know, a, a solid wood guitar. Which is a, a big upgrade, right? And the beauty the beauty of a solid wood guitar is that the older it gets, and the more you play it, that that guitar, the tone, the sound just gets richer and and better, and you fall in love with that guitar over and over and over again because it keeps getting better in sound, right? You know, as someone that wants to upgrade their their ear is probably getting more refined, and they're figuring out they want a guitar that sounds whether it's you know, more brighter or warmer or whatever they felt they were lacking from their their first guitar which got them started right you know you, you're what do you want to do with that guitar are you looking to record or perform or you know do you want those uh do you want the uh, electronics in that you know sometimes i think that you know there's different guitars for different applications if you're a finger picker or a, you know you're really getting into strumming guitars and you might want you know big old jumbo guitar that just sounds real rich on all those chords or something that you can you know maybe you're learning how to solo and you want to have a guitar that feels great for you know improvising so that's really a lot of fun talking to students and people that are looking they're getting more serious about the guitar and then there's some just some great choices
0: yeah yeah it gets exciting yeah well it's exciting to get that first guitar it's exciting to get that upgraded guitar guitar is just exciting let's face it
1: (laughs) Yes, and then you have you know you have to build your arsenal. you have to get that nylon string guitar and that resonator guitar, and there's all kinds of fun things to you know,
0: right to yeah out well your, once you your, once you dive in, for- you definitely can explore in so many great directions. I mean, you're right, there's nylon string, there's um steel string with the jumbo body or maybe the koa wood, or you know there's like so many wonderful yeah. options depending on what direction you want to take it in. So, I like to ask my guests to share a tip because my show is called Tips for Guitar Playing Success. What one tip would you recommend for any level of guitar player?
1: I would say, you know, especially as you're learning guitar, this is going to sound really funny, but when you're buying a guitar, I think you have to invest, and it's not a lot of money, but you got to buy a music or a a guitar stand. And, And I'll tell you why. It sounds funny, but you know, repetition is what we really want. That's the key to, you know, becoming a good guitar player and, and really enjoying it. And, you know, I recommend a guitar stand to everybody buying a guitar because if it is on that guitar stand in your room or your house and it's looking really cool over there and you can just walk over there and pick it up and play it and put it down, you'll do that way more yep. often than if you got to dig it in and out of your case. And so, you know, for 20, 20 bucks, you, you make this little and investment in a guitar stand, and you're going to play your guitar a lot more.
0: That is just yeah. such brilliant advice. Keep that guitar out, because for whatever reason, uh, human nature for us humans <laughs> is that if it's in the case, it's a little more sure. work to get it out of the case, and so we may not play as often. So you are spot on. You hit the nail just right on. That's fantastic. So everyone, if you don't have one, you should yeah. run out, go to Guitar Center, and buy a guitar stand. Thank you, Tony. This has been so awesome. I really appreciate you taking your time to share your insights and perspectives about shopping for a guitar. I'm sure you've helped people to uh, take the fear factor out of buying a guitar and going through the experience of buying a guitar. And I think you made the process not only less intimidating, but more interesting and fun. And I love that that seems like the mantra of, of you and everyone at Guitar Center is shopping for a guitar should be fun. And and sounds like you're making it,
1: it fun. It should be fun. It should be yes. fun. Yes. You know, the other thing too, and I. it's great. I, I love our store philosophy because you can go in there and you can we'll let you play the high-end guitar and you can see what a $5,000 or a $10,000 guitar sounds and feels like. And you should go in there and just really have a lot of fun.
0: I agree. You know, when I first started playing guitar, I would go into my local guitar center and I'd go to the acoustic room, which was towards the back of the store. And I'd go in the back of the acoustic room where... Uh, in my store anyway, there was, uh, you could close a door off and go in there and play. And that's where like some really expensive, you know, 1500 to $10,000 guitars were. And I only knew yeah. how to play a couple of chords and a little bit of strumming, but, you know, I thought, okay, I sound okay on my, you know, inexpensive guitar, but boy, when I play <laughs> these high-end expensive guitars, wow, what a difference. And I'm so grateful that you do allow that, you know, it's, it's okay to go in and test drive any level of guitar that that's just so wonderful. Yes. So thank you that you do that. Yes. Thank you. Well, so now everyone you're in for a huge treat. You're going to hear Tony play guitar and uh, Tony, what are you going to be playing for us?
1: It's just uh it's just a little ditty. Um, there's lots of ideas when you, when you, you know, it's so much fun. One thing I love about the guitar is that there's so much creative energy, and you get the creative juices flowing, and you just never know where it takes you. This is just just an idea, but they start out as you know ideas and ditties. So this is just a little idea I had, and it's kind of fun because it has some different chords in there. There's a couple of uh, well, uh, diminished chords, so thought it'd be fun to uh, play for you here.
0: Awesome. I can't wait to hear your song. Again, thank you for taking the time to share your knowledge and expertise. And Tony, take it away.
1: Thank you, Marlene. Thanks for having me.